Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This week in league, the Tigers and Knights compete to be NRL Jesus by seeing who can lay back and get nailed the best. Jack DeBellin has all of his fingers crossed that the New South Wales prison system has given don't rape classes to all of the inmates. Reports that Gus Gould's exit strategy is a five-week plan that will see him leave the club by Christmas. Plus, we look ahead to round seven of the 2019 NRL season. Well, that and more this week in league. So 3.15 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you doing, my man? Oh, chocolate hangover. Have you? Oh, Easter? Yeah. Shelving them? That's, yep. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up the way, the, even, way, the way Hutchins intended. <laughs> didn't even crack the Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> I would have thought that all your, all your, you know, all the, the 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 hot yoga and things you're doing to to make yourself more attractive for the receptacles, you know, would have just, you know, given you tighter sphincter control on the. <laughs> What's hot yoga? You know, what hot yoga is. Don't give me that shit. You don't know what. Is that like when you're fucking a yoga thing? Fucking a yoga thing. No, would you like <laughs> you'd fuck somebody in a yoga room on a mat? No. Like adult yoga. No, no, it's the it's the it's the yoga when you know in, when you it's basically like you're doing yoga in a in a room you know like heat that's that's heated that's like you know like essentially you know not maybe not like a sauna but you know hot. So like so Queensland, fucking, yeah, like you're doing. It's like you're doing yoga in, in a shed. <laughs> it's like in an unair conditioned shed in Queensland in December. Oh, okay, and then Thurston comes in and sticks his digit up your bum. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I know what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. No. So, okay, cool. No. <laughs> yeah, no, my um, my sphincter's a horrible mess. Yeah, oh, yeah. Everyone, yeah, the Facebook group's seen it. Don't, you know, I don't think we need to fucking relive it. <laughs> uh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Moving right along. Welcome, new listeners. I hope, I hope everyone had a wonderful, uh, a wonderful Easter and... Um, Enjoyed their chocolate eggs, and uh, and I hope that your sphincters are in primo condition. <laughs> unlike this, unlike this fucking post hopawadi fucking mess beside me. <laughs> my uh, hopawadi's back, and this time he's moved to fists. <laughs> my boys are uh, having a sleepover down the coast with Nan. Oh, they were talking about Easter tonight. Yep, and he said that it's. When the Easter Bunny nailed the baby Jesus to a hot cross bun. <laughs> Morty said that. I've never been so proud. That's hilarious. <laughs> See, I, I was I was more proud when you were singing Hasadigo <laughs> Evil. <laughs> that was one of the greatest things ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's no, that's a close one. Uh, news this week, well, the biggest story, well, as always, 
the rugby league stories of the world in the out there in the the cosmic fucking morass of NRL news. They always wait until Tuesday, Tuesday. afternoon to break. Because, <laughs> uh, and sometimes it's not even like Tuesday afternoon. Like sometimes it's like shit starts emerging at like six thirty-seven. You just yeah. Thank you. You just made it. You've just come inside the cutoff. <laughs> and uh, word is that Phil Gould is to be made redundant by the Penrith Panthers board. Um, the article I have here is uh, it's speaking about it in the past tense that you know it has been he has been made redundant. So this morning, Tuesday morning, he uh, he approached the club officials seeking a redundancy, and then Wednesday, so tomorrow, it is expected to be. Approved by the board can, at a meeting. Can I just call out some fucking clickbaity cunt hack journalism there? Nah. There, there needs to be a distinction made between an employment redundancy, as people are used to them. Uh, you know, for example, if your company is bought out by another one and they have other people that can do your in, job, in the you same, are, yeah, yeah. that's it. You, you are made redundant. It's just a turn of phrase that Gus has used, and he's used a lot of times, and said mm. that his goal is to one day make it so that he's not needed yeah. at the club. His role will one day be redundant. And that's what it says. It says that Gus was adamant that the position was redundant. Now, you can well, cast there's aspersions. Also, there's, there's, there's also the... the uh the implication as well that Ivan Cleary needs to have full autonomy over football club decisions, and with Phil Gould in the the role as 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 described, that he can't he can't achieve yeah. that goal, you know. And 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 like with that, it's certainly there is no question that Phil yeah. Gould is a is a a powerful kind of figure in in the game, yes. you know. And, and certainly, you know, when you're a coach that's you know prone to narcolepsy. You you kind of don't want to have the fucking the scimitar hanging over, hanging over your neck. You don't want to be holding a dead man switch, basically. Um, yeah, look, let, let's cast some aspersions on how it was. The the official line is that he was uh, adamant that his position was redundant. Yeah. Could very well have been. Well. If you're not going to fucking listen to anything I want to do with the football team, What's the why point? the fuck am I yeah. here? And that's and that certainly appears to be, yeah. If if you believe everything that's come out, and I, I mean I don't necessarily have any reason to to disbelieve any of it, but with the general story that he pretty much had Wayne sorted on a, a you know, Just, on, yeah, on a handshake okay. or whatever to to take over the coach, it. yeah. And then then and then the, the board or you know the the chief executives gone around behind him. And done the deal to keep Nathan to bring Ivan back to sort yeah. of you know keep Nathan yeah. sweet blah blah blah, and so with that in with that being the case, let's just, let's just assume for the purpose of the discussion that that's that's how it all happened. Then yeah, obviously, and and with Gus I'll being like what? a kind of a take no shit kind of you know like you, that that sort of thing is you know certainly not a perceived slight. I mean that is like a the person right who I think I, I would love to be inside their head at the moment is Ivan. Yeah. Just from the point of view of, I don't think the Wayne Bennett situation would have ever no, come no. past him. No, no, of course not. And I am, I would imagine he'd be feeling now that that it's almost a missed opportunity. Like if on if on your wedding night, um, fucking 
Jason Momoa walked in and <laughs> took a shining to your wife, <laughs> and and you kiboshed it knowingly. Yeah. You'd be wondering about what you'd taken away from her for the rest of your life. Would you? Would you though? You would. At the end of the day, you would. He he doesn't he 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 doesn't even give selfies to fucking fans at at, at the at the airport. I mean, so so that guy is like he's not he's not the kind of moral moral standing of an Eskimo brother that I would that I would yeah, but you see that I would seek out for myself. He he just doesn't want to associate with the sort of person that says. I'm an eco-warrior on their Instagram profile. He's a real warrior. <laughs> Calm my fucking Drogo. Fucking Aquaman. Oh, I, I, I thought you'd stop at the real warrior one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it would be interesting him there going, well, fuck, if, if I don't perform now, I've cost my son the opportunity to be coached by you know, one of the most successful coaches of at least the modern yeah. era. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck! How nice would it have been to come into a? Oh no, it wouldn't have been nice to come into a post Wayne situation. No, because all, that, that's yeah, that's that's fucking like yeah. Chernobyl and yeah. like yeah, Fukushima. I mean, it's like scorched earth shit. Yeah, actually, right cancel everything I've just said. Yeah. Fucking, he's dodged a bullet there, Ivan. And 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 also Ivan, Ivan, and and his son, like the Cleary family as a collective, has been enriched. With like, and like you know, there are there are things that can enrich, like you know, like you're saying, if he was to coach, by, if if Nathan was to be coached by Wayne, yep. I'm sure that would enrich him as a as a human being and as a young player to draw on this massive font of fucking rugby league knowledge. But you know what enriches people better than that? Fucking money. money. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cleary family collectively have managed to um, turn the situation of a talented son yeah. into a a, a very financially rewarding. <laughs> Windfall, exactly. Yeah, fucking so. Bill, Billy Ray Cleary over there. <laughs> no. Exactly. Um, and I could make these fucking Hannah Montana jokes like about the way Billy Ray Cyrus, how he was in the show as well, but I won't because I would never watch that even if my daughter did watch every episode. Yeah, that's all right. Thank God she's fucking finished though. Like, thank God that she's watched it all and then it's like moved on now. Okay. Because I am so fucking tired of hearing that show. <laughs> um... I think the thing is, though, here, if you really look at it and you read everything, there really is nothing to see. Gus has come out and said that, well, you know, yes, we did speak about it, and no, we don't know what the conditions are. Uh, we just need to find the right time for me to move on, be it in a few months or be it at the end of the season. The- yeah, but these things become these things become more titillating to the general media and the, the rugby league yeah. public and things like that because – the club's not performing very well at the moment on the field, and yeah, ha- exactly. And, and hasn't really performed. I mean, they've certainly been been talked up as if they're they're a chance every year, each year over the last couple of years. Yep. But they've delivered less than fucking nothing. Yeah. On on, it, on it's the field, the sec- second week of the finals barrel out. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that was after just barely stumbling in, in the first place. Yeah. And 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 you know, oh, for God's sakes, fucking rookie, swipe left, motherfucker, fucking trotters. <laughs> so um, and if and if Penrith are on top of the table at the moment, and Gus is like, "Fucking my work here is done." It's no, there's yeah, no story at that's all. It. But when the results aren't happening on the field, then anything, any change in the in the structure and you know the administration and things like that becomes a story because people will start looking between to read between the lines yeah, and like, it. okay, why? So what's you know, why is this? you know, the other thing that that I guess I'm impressed with is that 
that Gus hasn't felt the need yet, and yeah, I was only today, but he hasn't felt the need to come out and I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Yeah, he has a little bit. I mean, that Wayne Bennett story doesn't fucking leak itself out. You know what I mean? And that was the first step that he made oh, towards yeah. distancing himself from the results on the field because it wasn't his fucking mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't his failure I'm saying that caused today, it. He didn't go through and say that, oh, I've done this. No, let's wait, till, let, let's, let's wait until till, uh, till something he's on later in the week, perhaps, you yeah, know, uh, or next week, you know, after the, after it's all happened and stuff. And I mean, it's, it's, all, it's all very early. Like, I mean, like, like I've said in the past, I don't watch any of the TV shows or anything like that because, mm. I mean, is he fucking doing sitting down here recording shit? I don't know. I don't know what yeah. which show, what night he's you know, he's on the on TV. Does he do anything except commentate? Someone tell us. No, he does the he he does uh is he on hundred percent footy or one of those shows? I believe. And if so, I'm not sure I'm not sure what night that's even that's on. You know what I mean? So if it's if it's on after tonight, then or tonight. There perhaps you. there'll be shit out there or you know, out, that we are, we're unaware of because we're sitting down here. But um Yeah. yeah. Yes. Gus is gone. Yeah, and I'd like to. I'll tell you what Cronulla could do with him. Oh, look, you know, like you you look at the positives that he's brought forward. Penrith in the financial windfalls, and if you're looking, if you're looking for a, 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 a strong a strong rebuilder that 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 promises everything in and and delivers nothing, and um, but you know, makes things at least financially stable, then Gus is your guy. Look, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to make the finals half the time and do nothing when you get there, then uh, you're a Newcastle fan. But <laughs> and and look, one one thing that you could say is that Gus will be remembered for the things he didn't do, like he didn't sign any socially retarded, awkward, pencil necked cunts of humans to ten year deals. Well, I mean, he would have, but they were probably four or five year contracts, and he just didn't fucking realise that they'd blown out to ten year deals. I just love the fact that you knew so quickly who I was talking about there. <laughs> Look, it's a, you know, it's like if we were playing Jay's greatest hits, it's not. It's can I just say it's not a double album. It's not. It's a fucking single. <laughs> it's, and it's the same song on both sides. I choose well, the second side is just like a pitbull remix of. The- of the same fucking song. <laughs> um, other new stuff. I don't. I don't really have anything to to speak about so much. I mean, we've got the you know a lot of things as always sort of happen within the. We alluded to it at the start of the show, but Jack DeBellin's lawyer thinks that a well, well yeah, positive defence is. They didn't specifically say no raping. You remember that TV show, the the, the practice, and, and and they used to their whole thing was their whole strategy because they were defence, uh, the firm that defended yeah. like terrible people. Their whole thing was like doing Plan Bs, which was basically not to defend their client, but to try and com- create a compelling case implicating someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and it just seems like, and, I mean, it's this seems like one of the, like the, one of the stupidest fucking things. This, I've heard so many people PR, say this PR, though. like as far as like a, let's think of, like, I hate this fucking term, but like, you know, people say like the optics of it. Mm. When your guy's already, yeah. for, for, for point one, when your guy is, uh, is, has pending charges and what came out about what is alleged is pretty fucking bad too. Like, you know, it's it's a yeah, pretty ordinary example because, you know, the articles that came out went to, you know, detail. Um, so if it transpired exactly as that, I mean, yeah. it's pretty fucked. So to, so to, to actually 
have the balls to be like, I'm going to fucking sue the NRL to try and overturn this new thing they've got because I want to play. That in itself, that's pretty ordinary. Then, as part of your- Def- well, it's not even a defense. It's part of your attack on yeah. on the organization to, so that you can play. And this is a personal thing. It's just him. It's not like he's fucking Terry Hill or something trying to bring down a system, you know, for the benefit of fucking player kind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the, yeah but like he did with the draft back in the old days. But um, this is basically he wants to play. Yeah. And the, and the pathway through which he will attain that goal is to defeat the NRL's, you know, yeah. hastily implemented policy. And, you know, say what you will about the implementation of it, blah, blah. But then for him to be like, the reason why this is a terrible thing is because they have given us seminars on on how to not succumb to the evils of, you know, gambling and match fixing. Yeah. The, you know, drinking and and, and drugs, and, yeah. drugs and fucking, you know, all this other shit. But they never told us not to- <laughs> They never showed us the way in how to not, not rape women <laughs> and not be domestically violent against women. I just hope, right? Mm. I, I just really hope that the legal representation for the NRL turned around and said, well, in all of these cases, though, like a beer can't tell you to stop drinking it. <laughs> Like, well, but I mean, he's yeah, he's 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 fairly young, and you know, unless something tra- you know terribly you know, terrible has befallen him, or you know, some unforeseen you know terminal illnesses befallen his family, his parents presumably are still alive, both of them. Yeah, how the fuck do they feel right now when their sons come out and go? Football didn't tell me how to not rape women. <laughs> Because if I'm down to Bolo and I'm seeing, I'm seeing fucking Jack DeBell and Senior, I'm like, mate, <laughs> how's your form? Didn't even teach you dumb fucking, you fucking man bun. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> maybe Mrs. Mama DeBella now is just regretting bending over every time she saw him get half a chub. He just he just grew up feeling entitled to fuck. Or, or, or maybe, maybe, you know, maybe Senior. As is their right in a consent- consenting fucking you know, relationship, maybe she likes likes to get f- like maybe maybe she likes to get a bit of the choke. She likes to get a bit of the hammer's time on her. And she likes to you know maybe likes a bit of a slap. Yeah. And yeah, maybe she's you know they they they're role playing and so, shit. So and a young saying, and a young yeah. impressionable young impressionable little little Jack Junior with the fucking man bun and shit. You know, going to going to kindy. He's just hearing, you know, he's just hear, you know, hearing a head fucking banging against the wall. He doesn't know what's going on. But it's just, it's it's just seeping into his impressionable young mind that that is how you treat a lady. A young girl's life. That's how you romance the ladies. Have been ruined if not for a three hundred dollar pair of Bose noise cancelling headphones. <laughs> Or you know a master bedroom with a locking door. I, <laughs> I feel I feel it's the the audio in that situation that would be more damaging than the visual. <laughs> possibly, possibly, as uh, as someone who has you know, <laughs> endeavoured not to scotch <laughs> my children <laughs> or give them any hangups that you know unwarranted hangups. I don't really understand. <laughs> I don't really know. I can't speak to it. Yeah. But um, you don't want your kid to be like twenty one and then suddenly taste maple syrup and start to shiver. It's fucking. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's just one of the stupidest fucking things. And yeah, you could say what you want about clickbait news stuff. It looked fucking stupid as a headline. Yeah. 
but it was even stupider when you realise that they weren't actually misrepresenting it at all. Yeah. It was it was as stupid as advertised. And the the question I'd heard a bunch of people bandy around was is is that not so close to an expression of guilt? Well, yeah, that it's like he's yeah, yeah he's, he's trying he's trying out his defence. Well, they didn't tell me, they didn't teach me how not to rape women, so it's yeah. their, it's their fault. How dare they stand me down? Oh, so you're saying you raped her? Uh, 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 uh. Speaking to a couple of lawyers today, they were saying that it may be a planned strategy in that there are some occurrences where stuff like this will force a judge to try to be so non-biased that they'll over they'll almost overthink the yeah, yeah. thing so but um yeah it you know what that that, sh- that should be cause enough that if, if you are the sort of person that needs to be told specifically not to rape. Yeah. What do they call it? You're not a fit and proper person. Isn't yeah. that what they got yeah. Carney with? Yeah. That-, that the old law applies to you now because you've just proven yeah, this. <laughs> exactly. The, the NRL should just now go and rewrite and go that uh, you know anyone that does not understand the socially acceptable definition of rape is not a fit and proper person. It's almost to the point now where they need to do uh, a, a psych exam before they register your contract <laughs> as a youngster. Yeah, scary. But, well, yeah, it is. But I mean, you know, those those, those psych exams are so innocuous. Yeah. Like, the answers are the most innocuous things ever. I mean, you don't realise, you, you know, this is a game of show and tell. And you, <laughs> you try not to show anything, but you tell them everything. And you think of these, these you know, the, the answers, are just, the, the questions are just so, so simple and, and seemingly benign. But taken across 150 of them. It is a fun game. Have you played that game with your kids? No. The one where you ask them what they think of themselves, but then ask them what they think other people think of them? No. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, do you, do you think you're funny? Oh, yeah, I guess. Or would other people say that you're funny? Yeah, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, Jack go on, fuck your kids. Yeah, <laughs> or, or 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 conversely, keep it down <laughs> when you're having your when you're having your grown up cuddles, <laughs> struggle cuddles. Less, less, we're in the less, the, less they turn into a, a, a man bun fucking rape merchant, <laughs> allegedly. Okay, recaps, Thursday night, a fucking long weekend of misery, <laughs> the worst time to lose a game is Thursday or Friday night, in my opinion, and uh, with the, you know, there's never been a nah. good, never been a good time, but the last game on Sunday or, you know, in on an Easter holiday, Monday is usually pretty good because the news cycle is a lot shorter and you don't have to ruin your entire fucking weekend with it, and on this occasion, the ruined weekend was to you. 
with the Sharks 24 defeating the Panthers 20. Um, a tick over 10,000 people at a points bet stadium ruining lives one bet at a time. And the Sharks 24 tries to Cherry Townsend for feeder and Dugan. Townsend 4 of 4 conversions. The Panthers 20 tries to Tim Grant, Nathan Cleary, Waka Blake and uh, conversions. Uh, three for Cleary and a penalty goal. How fucked is my life when Tim Grant is our shining beacon of forward hope? <laughs> Look, I mean, this is no. this is this was not a tale of two halves. This was a this was a tale of sixty five minutes on fifteen minutes. It was, and um, more than anything, even well, let's say let's 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 make it more conservative. Let's say fifty five minutes. The Panthers were so fucking hard on top in this game. Yeah. They- Impregnable, seemingly had the game well and truly within their grasp. They started well. The The first obvious turning point, as was the, the big discussion you know, online, was DWC's fucking brain snap. Yeah. And when when was that? What minute was that? That, 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 well, was, that, was, that, that was led to the first of the comeback tries. Yeah. And, and when you're playing a team like Cronulla... Who, who revel in that arm wrestle? Who, yeah, that that is their brand of football. Yep, that that's like you saying, well, okay, we'll have a we'll have an arm wrestle here, and yep. I'll give you a three second head start, or you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I've got to stop trying yeah. at a random point <laughs> a minute in. Um, you know that that was huge as well. What this really was though was when. Farah went off and Yo went into the centres. Cronulla was smart enough hmm. to send a bunch of extremely fast cunts <laughs> at the giant CTE victim Who wondering where yeah. he was in the centres. <laughs> um, and and that's when things started to go downhill and they, they never really recovered. They probably could have done more to plug the gap, I guess, because it's not the, like the Sharks are a side that are one of these get on top and pile on the points teams. Yeah. So that was that was strange that they fucking that Penrith uh, well, Penrith capitulated and allowed it to plays, happen. The same yeah. plays over and over yeah. and over and over and over. So yeah. that in in that game there was a lot of stuff that they did really well, and there was a lot of stuff that was really improved on weeks prior. Yeah. So the the result was obviously poor. Well, 60, 60 minutes of the game was the best sixty minutes you played all season yeah, by far. It wasn't even close. Um, and then you you lose a centre, mm. and and the reshuffle involves the second rower who could probably cover the centres two years ago. It's funny though when you bring when you bring uh, the 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 second rower who is renowned as you know you know brain damaged yeah. from from you know concussions this is uh, like I, I don't want to sound like mrs winterstein here <laughs> but is it possible that somehow he he made both of the both of the of the uh WZ's autistic because they were both fucking hopeless from that point on. Yeah, that's it. Doing dumb shit and just and and just bad play. Yeah. Yeah. Look, when you talk about getting Ivan back as like you know some bad thing for the club, you know, based on family ties. But he's bought. But I'm getting fucking Malaki back though. Yeah, that's right. I mean, oh, goodness. you know, Malaki's one of those players. I think that if he just tries not to do too much stuff and. And works his guts out. He's okay. Yeah, you know. Um, 
There was enough stuff to to sort of look at around it. Now, I thought Egan was much improved. Yeah. And when Katoa came on, or the handbrake, as... The coat hanger, really, I mean. Like, I mean, I know Bryce is the guy, but I mean... He he gets the embryo of our creativity and... (laughs) And just rips it right out of there. (laughs) Um... Oh, Josh Mansour as well. Like I've been saying it for a couple of weeks. He's- You're really off him, aren't you? Oh, look. And again, when when somebody's knee caves in a side of your face to the extent where they need to peel the skin off, mm-hmm. you know, um, when yeah. I was first learning to ride a motorcycle, I came out of a service station and I hadn't put my kickstand up. Yep. And I went and I turned left <laughs> and the kickstand hit the ground yeah. and fucking flipped and spat me off the front of the bike. Yep. To this day, when I go to turn left sometimes, I'll get that yeah. heart rising, yeah. sphincter tightening feeling. Yeah. yeah. You know, the cunt had his fucking face caved in. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not off him because he's now, you know, a little bit afraid of having it happen again. But it, you, you, but you're except- but when it's a prerequisite of your job. Yeah, yeah. You know, fuck. you're not prepared. You're not prepared to allow that to excuse you know non, yeah. non body on the line sort of and, stuff when required. And and it's stuff like letting kicks bounce. It's stuff like, mm. well, I'll let them catch it and then try to devise a plan to get rid of them. Yeah. Which today isn't good enough because players are too good at the bat back or the catch yep. and and yep. throw back. It's not like it used to be. Yeah. Where the guy that caught the ball ended up with the ball. Yeah. You you can't get away with that anymore. Um, Fisher Harris, I thought was excellent again. Um, and, and to the Sharks credit, they just got in and did exactly what needed to be done and didn't go away. Can you imagine though, like, I mean, I know there was the injury, injury concerns and things like that, but could you imagine how good for feeder would be? If you had like, you know, the, you know, we've spoken about with other players, like if you had the work ethic of like a Cooper Cronk, because- that fucking line that he ran from oh. short range for that most unstoppable fucking yeah. shit ever. And you know what? That's not a 75th minute thing. You could do that in the second minute from that yes. same range, that same line, and no yeah. cunt's going to stop it nah. at all. No. Nah. But it doesn't happen every game. Doesn't It happens once a year, or maybe you'll throw it out in origin if he's and, playing. But- and I'll tell you what, it's the, when fucking um, old mate uh, used to be the dog's coach. Dimmick. Yep. Last year was getting getting up him and this, this, yep. this, this, this. And Fafita went out and had a blinder. Yep. And then stuck his middle finger up at the coach's box. Yep. That's that mentality. That's yep. why it doesn't happen in the second minute. Yeah. Yep. So you just you just I mean, well, we know what fires him up, blowing shit like that. Yeah. Having a coach literally, you know, getting him face telling him he's he's playing like shit. Yeah. Or whatever. But um, yeah, that sort of thing has a very limited shelf life as well. I mean, you got you can only bust it out now and then. Yeah, I yeah, mean, true. Because if he's doing it every week, then you know he knows he's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he starts coasting again. That's it. But uh, and look, you know they 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 had a lot of injury problems. I mean, you know you can argue whether yeah you know, whether it's good or bad to have Woods in or in or out of the side. Yeah, um, but you know it. he's been he's been uh, he's been a decent substitute for for the Sharks since he moved over. Uh, I, I really think these injury problems are forcing these younger sharks to stand up. Yeah, and and there were a bunch of guys there from you know sixteen, seventeen ish on, who really had been had been walking on the backs of giants. 
Yeah. Up until this point, you know, people like Lewis and Graham and and those guys had, had really given these guys a strong entry in, in the first grade. But now, games like this, they're, they're forced to stand up and, and really take charge of the team. I think, you know, while, while Chatty's never going to be a, a sexy half or the, the most talked about, he's doing a more than adequate job of steering that yeah. team around. And then, I mean, and, and you know, everyone's everyone's going to ejaculate all over, you know, the, the cherry and everything. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, he's yeah. just fucking fast, yeah. like very, very fast. And he was given a little bit of space, and well, he was given and he Yo ran- in the sense, <laughs> like, yeah. But I think Yo really he was not he wasn't really a factor in that in that play at all. And then by the time it, by the time like you know DWZ or whoever had a crack at him, I mean, yeah, he he was fast enough that he could do that in and out thing yeah. and have it work because yeah. he could burn him anyway. Just he could just burn him like with, with, with pace. But then, I mean, but like like was you know like Nakora? I mean, he was fu- he's yeah. the fucking one that. He destroyed. He was the reason they fucking won. Probably. Yeah. I mean, he fucking destroyed them. Yeah. And um, and that probably more had something to do with Yo though, because I mean, he was fucking carving straight through. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. Three, three times in a row straight yeah. up that yeah. side. But, yeah. You know, again, a lot of that's just well. Yeah. Congratulations, Sharks fans. I uh, I point you in the direction of James Roberts. <laughs> that's your future. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Voodoo Rock said, uh, it's like the Panthers were feasting on seafood like it was Good Friday, but realised it was the Last Supper instead and choked to death. Shana 86. I, I don't know what's sadder, the joke, yeah, or that he's tried to make a religious a, a joke. A topical, yeah. Which made the joke worse. <laughs> Shana, I'll catch you guys later. I'm popping down to Engadine Maccas for frozen Mars Bar McFlurry. <laughs> Yeah, why why would you go to the the Engadine one though? I mean, because then it's more like the Coogee Bay Hotel, the chocolate ice cream there, right? I mean, you want to go on that doesn't have the have the, the residue of someone shitting their pants there. Well, no, that's how you make a topical joke. Well, that's right. Ad. That's how you make it topical. Yeah. The- um, ben Dunn forty three can't wait to listen to the positive review of the Sharks this week on this week in league. Will be glorious. Yeah, it actually was far more positive than I had intended. I was yeah. almost going to just. <laughs> Yeah. You, know, you, you know who doesn't need to go to Angadine Maccas? That cunt. Because the chip he has on his shoulder will take care of his French fry needs for the rest of his fucking life. The real TK16. Can we just fuck the clearies off already? Hashtag big, big, bring back the roof. Hashtag cunts fucked. Hashtag no idea. And uh, the final word has to go. He's, he's finally returned. Uh, special K online. <laughs> I have just returned to this planet after finger blasting my anus and shooting out cherry flavored jet fuel from my dick hole after celebrating that win. P.S. We won the trade, you cucks. I'm warning you now. I've screenshot that. You better not invite me to a certain someone's birthday party 21 years from now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean look, yeah, you got. He's a razor gronk, right? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> But he probably won't give such a uh, yeah. visceral introduction to the brothers and sisters that could have been. I can't imagine he's. I can't. Im- I can't imagine that he's. Uh, yeah, his speech will include you know such superlatives as <laughs> shooting jet fuel out of his dick hole. <laughs> or maybe it will. You never know. I mean, like, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to see him keep it real <laughs> and not be changed? 
Um, the Rabbits 14 defeated the Doggies 6 uh, in front of a great crowd, just over 30,000 at ANZ. The uh, Rabbits 14 tries to Graham and Johnson, uh, Reynolds 2 or 2 conversions and a penalty goal. The Doggies 6 tries to Ogden and uh, Holland with a conversion. This game was absolutely ruined as a spectacle, I believe. I mean, he was it was a it was a good like tough sort of contest. Yeah. But holy shit, we went back to like 2016 yeah. or 14 or whatever it was with the with the, the wrestle. Last time the dogs were in the grand final, funnily enough. Yeah, and you know through no fault of the you know, I'm going to say through no fault of the teams, the, the dogs kept the game close. Because they were allowed to get away with fucking murder yeah. in the ruck. And I've seen Dogs fans talk about the referees, but holy shit, Perinara ruined this game as a spectacle because he allowed the Dogs to fucking yeah. destroy the rabbits in the ruck yeah. and slow them down. I mean, credit to them. They they played to the whistle. They yep. did what they, they, they did what they were allowed to do. Uh-huh. And as a result, it certainly stifled the attacking, you know, uh, I guess the potency of the rabbits. Shall we go here, out here? I'm no fucking fan of... Paranara, but just what a fucking pea brain he is. All the dogs needed to do to not be penalised was to stand up and stick their arms out sideways yeah. while clamping in like they were on a fucking rodeo bull and not letting anyone move. <laughs> they, and, and as long as your arms are out and you're given the what, what I'm trying to get up face... Yep. And he won't blow his fucking whistle. I haven't seen the official uh, the 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 official uh, appointments for this week, but the NRL has been pretty good at punishing referees who step out of line for sometimes even for minor sort of infractions. I would say that the NRL's PR department has been pretty good in saying to them. You need to sit this cunt down for it, yeah. But in, in in any case, I mean, they seem to be. It feels like that that, that actions being taken when a referee's been saying. blatantly fucked. Hundred percent, you know? yeah. And that I have no doubt is on someone in PR saying, "Yep, this like this whole refs' fault thing is a major talking point on social media. This year they're coming out much more with the we got the call wrong and yep. this one's been benched. Yep. Uh, we're taking action on our referees. Yep, which you know, which and which is a, as a right. fan, as a fan, that's, that, that's exactly what I want. I mean, obviously, you know, I'd prefer to to be right every time, or you know, the vast majority of times. Yeah. But this this year, though, the only thing I can really think of that hasn't been just like one sort of thing is this fucking Perinara shit on the weekend. Yeah. Is the one time when has this been, which has been an absolute blight. On like and he he single handedly ruined a fucking yeah. game and like play, you know these these teams they're gonna you give them rope they're gonna be cowboys yeah so you can't blame them for trying to take advantage of I mean that's what the first fifteen minutes of the game is always about to see how exactly. far you can push it yep. you may give up a penalty or whatever then you know where the line is and you try and stay behind it for the rest of the game or you sort of try and you know lean over it as as much as you can without getting penalised again and the doggies they were. <laughs> Pissed over the line, fucking <laughs> dissolved it, <laughs> set up a fucking shanty town <laughs> over the other side of the line, and uh, and yeah, and they were allowed to do it. So you know, fuck Perinara. Um, made the game killed as a spectacle, made it a lot closer though, which kind of did give it a some you know, yeah, it, it felt like the dogs was a chance. All the way up till you know, I think they made a mistake in like you know, two minutes to go yeah. when they went in possession in, in, in decent field position. So, but uh, yeah, it was the worst game of the round. And my, uh, my favorite thing out of this game though was Lewis versus Burgess, it was great. And it, tell, it, and it, it told it told us a lot about Lewis, I feel like, as a player. It told us a lot about Lewis, 
uh, it told us that he's now probably the luckiest person to have played the game post no punch rule. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think Mitchell Moses is probably still the biggest beneficiary. <laughs> yeah, but you can't get Sinbin for punching your own player. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's and like, that's where it's coming from for yeah. him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know how much of that was actual, you know gumption on on behalf of Lewis or, or well, whether what, it was just well what was happening was that Burgess they they basically I think there was there was that try that South scored that got brought back for an obstruction yep. be, on Lewis and at that point Sam Burgess told him that they were going to find him out at, you know at some stage in the game and yeah. they're going to keep running they'll keep keep running that shape at him and so he's like that actually fired him up a yeah. bit. He's like, fucking yeah, all right. Know. He goes, so they're going to run this shape at me. I know that my guys either side have got the guys either side. So all I have to worry about is Sam Burgess. Yep. And so then he started shooting up and hitting yeah. him and, you know, getting in his face and, and you it. know, caused the mistake. And yep. and so it was, it was great. I yep. mean, for a young player to sort of- Yep. Take that that, that oh, shit from a renowned, a renowned dog, like a, just a renowned dog no. cunt on the field yeah. too, like Sam Burgess is, yeah. and uh, to to take that and decide that no, I'm, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna start chirping at him and, okay. and hitting him and yep. shooting up on him. That's it. That was great. It was I loved fantastic. it. Um, I've had enough of that game. Uh, GT three fifty one underscore John's better effort from the young pups. We're up against it playing the bribe of the league and Perinara. At least they didn't trot out their flog GI for a lap of honor. Fucking corrupt NRL Muppets. <laughs> <sighs> Hebby underscore Nova. What a dog shit game. Rabbits trying to lose, but dogs won't let them. The original Good Friday would have been more pleasant to watch. <laughs> uh, JSJ Hogan. Well, it may be another loss, but there was a marked improvement in the dog's effort today. Still need to work on getting the little things right, though. Uh, hashtag there's always next week and uh chapo said to blame the rest would be an excuse for absolute fucking shithouse play and players don't be an unwashed peasant like gt351 underscore johns except we are fucking shit and move on hashtag pay out hashtag holland out look as i said i feel like the the dogs were the major beneficiaries of the refereeing from perinara um, you know, it allowed them to kill the game as a free-flowing spectacle, and uh, which eradicates, you know, a lot of South's strengths, and which kept the score close. Yeah. The dogs don't have attacking; they don't they don't have a great deal of points in them. So you know, fourteen is often going to be too many. But uh, yeah, don't blame the refs. Uh, the Roosters twenty-one to feed the Storm twenty down at the Korean Housewife crowd, just over seventeen thousand Friday night. Uh, the Roosters tries two Mitchell letters and a hot sauce. Latrell Mitchell three conversions, a penalty goal, and of course the decisive field goal. The Storm twenty tries two. The Fox, uh, Kami Kamika, Curtis Scott uh, conversions three for Brody Croft and a penalty goal. Uh, <laughs> now Cam Smith's got the record; he can't be fucked. <laughs> like, you kick him, <laughs> and um, this was uh, you know the proverbial. Game of two halves. Yes, it was. And uh, fuck, this looked. This was ugly shit. Early, it looked like it was going to be a long night. I, I was surprised going in. You know, with with the Roosters losing such impact in their forwards. Yep. And probably have you know close to the most unsung group of forwards trotting around. You know, when, when everyone talks about the Roosters, they're talking about their halves and their outside back, who are absolute fucking weapons. But but their forwards this year have been absolutely sensational. And, and to have a young group of guys go up against the Storm, 
with yeah, let's say fucking no first grade experience, they would have been forgiven for being overawed or, or just bullied at yep. the occasion. But they stood the fuck up, and you know the the roosters. I feel are moving into almost that Melbourne territory of you can take almost anyone out of any position because there's just a certain set of things that they will do for that 80 minutes. And as long as another person comes in and does those things 80% as well as the person that was there first, you're going to get somewhere near the same result. So yeah. um, credit to them. Uh, to be able to get out to a lead like that when they weren't expected to, to then weather the storm coming back at you, then to really man up, because in the last sort of five minutes of this game, the storm were all over them. They were just absolutely rolling downfield. And there were a couple of sets where I thought the storm were going to set up, but didn't. Did they Did they not have a... They had a, got a penalty too. They could have had a... They could have tried to take oh, it too as well. That, no, they? that was way, way, way yeah. too. Um, so whether that points more to Ken, maybe Camp Smith's injured and Croft wasn't confident enough. Um... I don't know, maybe wrong angle or, or distance, whatever it was, but maybe maybe Barb has just said, "Look, you've got the record now. No need to tax tax that groin any further. That's that's Barb's groin now. Look at me, look at me, Cam. No, see, you don't have enough A's <laughs> or H's. <laughs> Pronounce Barb. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's an animal. <laughs> he's a fucking animal. Um. But the the Roosters really got their got their second win. They they found a way to get in, and and really by the time that they were ready to slot field goals, it felt like they were well well yeah. and truly in control of the game. So um, massive, me. massive to bring, massive to do it down in their in their fucking backyard though. Mm. Massive. I mean, I, I think like I, I think I tipped the storm simply just based on anticipating a game. Yeah, maybe not that close, but you know that well, well fought, and uh, evenly fought. Uh, but you know the edge in the, these sorts of things usually goes to the team that's at home. Uh, Latrell's Latrell keeps going, you know, bring taking things up to another level. Um, I really hate that next GI thing, but I mean, holy fuck, he does some GI-ness. It done you just <laughs> Shit, like I mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like he may he may be the only one in that whole next whatever kind of cliche. I feel like, like he might be one of the only ones that kind of is, you know, approximates, you yeah. know, the one that you know, like yeah. a, you know, kind of true. But it's even uh, yeah, just but yeah, yeah I mean, the stride and the fend and yeah, I mean, and and like don't get me wrong, so many dis- differences to the to yeah, them as well. Correct. But I mean, I feel like in that kind of it's almost like a meme. It's such a you know such a cliche, but I feel like he's he can, he comes closest to the, to it. Um, Kiri, great. Cronk still hates Cam Smith, which I think is a, a delightful subplot to these the, stories. The interesting one I saw here was there was a play very early on mm-hmm. where I think it was. Kafusi, Kafusi or Solomonov that came in and just annihilated Kronk. Yep. In the back. Yep. After he'd released the ball. Yep. Which is this fucking thing that all of a sudden which caught which caught a suspension for who, who did it? Like uh, TPJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, look, maybe it probably wasn't as late. 
but it was still blindsiding him after he'd released the ball. Uh, and I just think it's interesting that we've heard absolutely nothing about that this week either. Yep. Anything else you want to add to this game? No. Roosters outright premiership favourites now too, or just I would like to say. Yeah. I mean, it's it's always a thing at the start of the season, like obviously the defending champions are sort of the favourites until they prove that they're not. But I think this was the game where where the Roosters proved that they're And probably the first other team back to yeah. back chance. Yeah, and I mean it's very it's very, very early, but uh, I mean just the, the the roster they have and the the continuity in form that they that they're displaying. This was a you know, it's not the first time they've been tested this season, but this was the biggest test they've had this season, and they passed it with uh, flying colours, really. So they uh, would have to be considered the favourites now. Uh, Trotters uh, sent us a photograph from down there at the Korean housewife that it's never looked so good, and uh, we spied a photo with a Twill Tourist sticker down there. Of course, not implying at all that he was the one that put it there. I don't even know who he is, so don't even come no, to me about it, coppers. It. Um, Alpha Ben RL, absolutely amazing. Well, well Sorry. they can come at us. Because we were never given classes on. We never given classes on now not to vandalise not to stick. iconic stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Ben RL, absolutely amazing. Not going to lie, I went from utopia to stress in one half. Wow, Trell slotted that. Um, J Silly V, Cunt Smith didn't even kick for goal tonight. <laughs> Hashtag not in the game to break records. Hashtag record broken. Hashtag what a cunt. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where are we? That's it for that one. Um, the Cowboys seventeen, Jag the win against the Warriors ten over at Mount Smart Stadium. A crowd of just under eleven and a half thousand. The Cowboys seventeen tries to Hess and O'Neill. Uh, Kahu two of two conversions, two of two penalty goals, and a field goal to Morgan. The Warriors tries to uh, Malmalo and RTS uh, with uh, Channel Harris Devita kicking one conversion. Yeah, it's a uh- Tough old year for the Warriors. I, I was unsure at the start of the season how they'd pan out. Honestly, I feel like they're not as bad as they've displayed uh, in recent times. The key factor, particularly over the last couple of weeks for them, has been these withdrawals of, of uh, Blake Green. Yeah. And I feel like that that alone was probably the difference in this game mm. because it just took away that little bit of... I don't know, steadiness and structure and just even a decent kick. If Well, if you look at, you know, the, the line breaks were five to one. Mm-hmm. And I think Blake Green's effectiveness comes the tackle after the line breaks where every Warriors player just wants to freak out and do crazy shit and fucking RTS dials him around players. Yep. But I think... Blake Green gets in and assesses the situation better and gets the ball where it needs to be to make the line breaks count. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Um again, the it's not even like the enthusiasm wasn't there. But it just seemed that there was something missing in the Warriors. And the Cowboys, again to their credit, took full advantage of it. They were relatively smooth. They completed well and Made the Warriors pay when they fucked up. Look, the Cowboys—they kind of—they they built off that sort of first, you know, first 40, 60 minutes or whatever mm. that they produced the week before, mm-hmm. uh, essentially. Yeah. And uh, the, you know that 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 wasn't you know the anomaly. That was actually you know they 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 built on that. And uh, well, again, that that's been their style of footy for the, for the last little while. Like we'll talk about it in the Tigers game, but you know, completion doesn't always equal a win. But 
the Cowboys. Fuck no. I mean, that's and like you know, honestly, that's a that's a dogs thing, really. I mean, this season and last season, I mean, that's that's yeah, been a, a trademark of the dogs at completing at you know high rates, maybe the highest rate in the NRL without you know any reward for it. But the the Cowboys have always been that team that if they can complete, sort of you know, um, above eighty or above eighty two, then there's a, a very good chance I'll come away with a win. So, yeah. And, uh, and as as per all, most Warriors games, I'm, I've had enough of talking about it. Uh, Egg Council, <laughs> to all those who said we couldn't uh, we couldn't jag another win, I say choke on that. Hashtag RTS who? He had one of the stupidest ball handling mistakes, like just like one of those dumbest looking ones yeah. that I've seen in a long time too. Um, and I, and I've, I saw a lot of people, you know, pumping out the Dalsim thing for him, but I mean... I think that was the the smallest. Like there was no teleportation at all involved in it. I mean, it was just like it was a regular person step. It had nothing to do with him. Um, regular yoga. It was yeah. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't even wasn't yoga. yoga. I mean, it was barely. It was no. It wasn't even yoga. It was more like a you know just a Pilates, a general stretch. <laughs> What's um, the difference between Pilates and yoga? In Pilates, you you on all those fucking bondage machines and shit with the ropes and the the planks and stuff. I think you you wear a ball gag as well. This is my understanding. I believe that was... (laughs) That's what they told me. (laughs) Um, David uh, on on Facebook said, well, fuck me, we won. With the dogs next week, followed by the Titans, we might be able to salvage a winning streak. (laughs) Hashtag lower expectations. Hashtag one in a row. Um, Mitch from Facey's LOL... Which two weeks do we, the Sharks, get to play this rabble of an NZ side? Checks the Sportsbet mobile app. Only once, round 18, in Wellington, hashtag hardest draw. Sean Johnson's going to smash the shit out of those Kiwis like he's working in a boost juice shop. The uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons 12 defeat the Mighty Manly Seagulls 10 at Wynn Stadium. Just over 15, uh, sorry, 14,000 in attendance. Uh, Dragons tries to Duffy and Rawa Lawa. Uh, Lafay. One conversion and one penalty goal. Uh, Manly's 10 tries to Brad Parker, DCE. Uh, DCE, one of two conversions. Oh, you want me to go? You go for it, man. This is you'll a great... Ra- you'll ramble long enough. Well, this 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 is a, a great contest between competition heavyweights. Um, probably the match of the round. Um, you know, just edging out the Storm uh, Roosters one. Uh and this game is a clinic on both sides for fucking short kicking games, earning repeat sets and shit like that. It was tremendous, um, the the pressure that both sides maintained. And um, holy fuck, I wish we had Tommy Turbo at these short <laughs> these short things because it's hard. Like it's it's great that the team is humming as a whole. Uh, they're defending well, and they're you know DC is playing great. LG's growing each week. Uh, he's actually wow. I mean, like he, you know the 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 chatter. Like I mean, obviously want to, yeah. You know me. I you know I don't I don't, I don't want to curse the darkness. You know I'm I'm the candle lighting motherfucker up in here, and so like, <laughs> LG gets signed and everyone's like, well, you know, he's a fucking Reggie, you know, turnstile, blah blah blah. You know, can't crack the Titans' first grade side and look how shit the Titans are, blah blah. But you know, I I, I felt like I hoped for the best, <laughs> you know, and uh, and I wanted to look positively and you know perhaps that you know. I wanted to win the trade, yeah, <laughs> and and as it turns out, we did. 
week on week under the tutelage of uh, of Des Hasler, LG's gotten better and better. He's obviously feeling more comfortable. I think I said it last week. He's feeling more comfortable in the sides. He's offering more in attack, which is taking pressure off uh, Cherry, and which means he's playing even better. And on you know on on a season that has been a great season for him already. And uh, and the funny the thing I never thought I'd say is LG's actually. He's actually a fa- developing a, a, re- a reasonable understanding in defence with Brad Parker, and not only that, the turnstile that was I don't even want to say the Titans. I mean, like for Burley or every Reggie's he played for in the Q Cup, he's actually he's become actually a pretty solid fucking one on one defender. So um, I'm enjoying his uh, his emergence as a, a better player than Caitlin Ponga with far less hype, and um, and overall, I mean, like the the Dragons, I felt like they. They they probably applied more pressure, and holy fuck, the pressure in defense. Like the dragons' defense is fantastic, and and particularly on the, you know behind the kicking game of Ben Hunt, where he would do yeah, they they'd be in trouble. He'd kick them downfield, and invariably you picked up on the, in the in goal area, or you know several meters out, like barely you know outside the in goal area, and their next defensive set. We always seem to find the play where, like, you know, someone like Suli or someone would get a carry that would go for 10, 15 meters and sort of pull them out of the shit and get to like the 30 or 35 or something and get some sort of kick at the end of it. But they would just go four tackles, just fucking flying off the line for like no result. Like, you know, just be like, just smash them, getting no meters. So, I mean, that amazing line speed there. I mean, dare I say, you know. I'm sure I'm certain there was a couple of guys that crept up at times, but um, but it's just great, great defense overall. And I mean, you know, there was there was there were sets when you know Manly had the ball, you know, not far out as well after you know dropouts and whatnot, and and the Dragons, you know, held. I mean, still without guys like Tommy Manly, they're not offering a fuckload in attack. I don't think. Um, although for Brad Parker to go over for a try, I mean, is a it's 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 a it's certainly a win, you know, of of sorts. Um. The end of the game, like, you know, look, I'm, I was real super happy with the way that the, the team scrambled in defense, especially in the, in the last sort of 10 minutes where they were just under enormous amounts of pressure and seemingly had the ball, you know, repeat set after repeat set, you know, or working it out from their own end. Um, yeah, a lot of people were complaining about the ref's fault and things like that. I mean, at the end of the day, I was just happy with that. I was proud of the, I was proud of the effort and I was proud of the how poorly the players responded to the loss, like how personally they seemed to take it, which is a far cry from the, you know, the happy fucking, you know, going to have a beer with the sexy good bloke coach after the game. And, you know, with Jake Travoyevich being the only guy that seemed to be super fucking pissed off about it. Um, now they're all sort of pissed off about it. Desi's turned turned that sort of attitude thing around. And, you know, the whole escort thing is far... Look, you know, escort escorting is the new fucking penalty. It's the new crowd. It's it's the crowding yeah. of 2019. So um, looking looking on it though, I think yeah, you were right in this game. The short kicks were definitely more prevalent, but it's across the league now. You look at the teams that are doing well, and they're really the masters. Yeah, of having not only cracking short kicking games, but having multiple options to put them in. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of it is come to the fact that now if you're an attacking team if you're an attacking player yep a bomb unless there's a height mismatch and a distinct height mismatch yep there's almost no point in putting an attacking bomb in because your players are going to be run off the ball 
and the, and the seven tackle set that you know if it's that deep that it's in yeah. the, towards the end goal. That's it. The seven seven tackle sets teams roll forward so well the, these days that a mm-hmm. seven tackle set mm-hmm. is a set that's attacking against you yeah, by the end it, of yeah. you know, it's conclusion. And, you know, and it's either yeah you, you either get escorted off the ball or if you go up and even if you're making a genuine contest for the ball. There is a high chance of a tackled in the air penalty. Tackle it, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's almost as if a a bomb in attacking range is pretty much just conceding possession. Yeah, yeah, unless you're playing against Josh Mansell, in which case just fucking kick there all day. But <laughs> kick, the, kick there and just look like you're going to try and put drive a knee into his face. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but um. Yeah, that's that's all I say. About it. I mean, like it was it was a great game. I mean, both teams were were, were on, and um, I just I, I just it just makes you rue uh, not having Tommy because um, fucking hell. I mean, like the just the the difference that Des has done already is like not even in my fucking wildest dreams or my most optimistic would I would I have thought that he would have reversed you know two years of that sexy good looking fucking good bloke fucking you know shit coach cunt in in like a month <laughs> in a fucking month and a half it's un, it's unfucking believable um paul on faces that are manly a top 4 if turbo stays fit true and very high praise from someone who is like a mortal enemy of the fucking seagulls as well uh ryan uh, tim lafoy is such a useless prick Lucky win, Dragons. Uh, Trotters, even though we got the two points, that was the loss we had to have on our march back-to-back-to-back April premierships. Uh, Kevin, I think Cherry Evans earned the Queensland captaincy with how he approached the refs at the end. Quality leadership, asked the right questions and made the ref look silly. He did. It, isn't it funny, the media narrative about fucking Cherry Evans? It's, it's turned just in this year. In, in, in this year since football's been played, it's t- so like in a month and a half, it has turned around so much, and to the point now where you've got like, oh, he's you know probably the favourite to be the captain. So of hang on, what's surprising about a media narrative not making sense and being in direct fucking contrast <laughs> to what they said last year? It's not like last. It's like it's like the last you know half dozen years sort of thing. Though, yeah. You know what I mean, like it's it's and it's just funny. It hasn't like gradually turned. It's just turned. Immediately, and it's not like a just a Queensland media thing because holy fuck, the reality is he's probably like our, you know, he's probably the halfback, and he's going to have to be the captain because no one else is, you know, everyone else is retired or shit. Yeah. Um. So we got to start loving, but it's, it's it's actually it's just just finally turned around on him, and which is which is great to see. Um. Oh, something else I was going to say. And that was the other thing. Yeah, just going back to Trotter's tweet as well. Oh, oh sorry, his Facebook message. And uh, that's the, the other impressive thing about the performance from Manly is, I mean, it was literally they played the Dragons at their best, their absolute best. I mean, you, when you, you're playing the Dragons in April, to perform that well against them in April, I mean, it's almost like winning a grand final, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, they're not going to get any better. They're not going to get any more dangerous than they are in the Look, month of April. <laughs> It may not have been like you losing one, but it was sure like them winning one. That's, yeah. <laughs> the Titans 38 defeat the Knights 14 at Hope Solo, crowd of, uh, a gazetted crowd of just over 11,500. Although, you know what? This is the thing. Two wins in a row, good fucking wins in yeah. a row, but... We got listeners. Nort's fucking. He's he's there. He lives down the Goldie. He goes to yes. the Titans games. He takes photographs of the completely empty fucking grandstands yes, every game. He certainly does. So, what is it going to take 
you've got hope now. You've got a team that's actually that's that's beaten two teams that uh, you know in terms of preseason narratives are far better and far more Here's you know, the thing. high profile sides. The Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you know why they've produced so many talented footy players from that region? Why is that? Because cunts need something to do when it's too cold to surf. So they play <laughs> footy. <laughs> Right, well, it's true. It, it's not the area. Yeah, it's not like. Well, it's the area in the sense of just through you know geographical temperature, you know, yeah, climate issues. Yeah, not not the but, not yeah. But it's not like rural areas where the footy club is the melting pot of the community and everyone's involved and and rugby league's the most beloved activity. There's other shit to do on the Gold Coast. You know. The fact that they had even that many people when it was a fucking holiday weekend still astounds me. How the fuck did 11,000 people not have something better to do that weekend? <laughs> fucking hell. Well, this, this is the thing. I mean, this, this weekend, it was, it was pissing down for, you know, it's been pissing down for a week up here and presumably you know, down there yeah. as well. I mean, there's nothing else you could do. Go, go to the footy and watch your team flog there fucking you brownie. That, that's cunt. just decided the election for me. I'm going to vote for whoever's bringing the most social services to the Gold Coast because cunts need stuff to do. If all they've got to do, if there's 11,000 of them, they can get to a Titans game. Get that on a billboard because cunts need stuff to do. <laughs> Look, do stuff cunts. The Knights. <laughs> The, the the thing that this this was a, this is a fantastic win from the Titans. The made even better by the fact that they pretty much did it propolis. Yeah. With Ryan James' season yeah. ending, with you know now confirmed ended with an ACL. Rough. Yeah. And when the Knights, you know, one of their big signings that would uh, that would uh, you know was going to guide them to the back to the promised land with being Clemmer. Yeah, I mean, he got absolutely fucking cucked by AFB last week. I mean, then he, then this week, well, I mean, you know, just the fact that he wasn't playing against any other props and still failed to fucking materialise anything. Mm. Um, Ponger again. I mean, someone please de- derail the hype train. So you see, even the NRL, the NRL throw. This is not fucking Knights, did you? This is the NRL. They'll throw out fucking video after a Knights game where they lost by over twenty points. They'll throw out a video, a video of Kalen Pot, yeah, yeah, like you know, fucking some, you know, some line which, breaks and you know the tries, <sighs> one of his tries, and which, like we said last week, is a not dumb play at all of these Instagram kids who will want to be doing that at school. You know? Yeah, but I mean, don't aspire to be the person that makes fucking three three clean line breaks a game and and does a jink and a weave and you know maybe takes a bomb or some shit. Aspire to be the person that, as a part of a team, fucking achieves victory. Or, you know what? Achieves something. You're not talking about enough individual brilliance for the modern marketing connoisseur, Nathan. Clearly, clearly I'm fucking not. But on this occasion, I mean, yeah, you get guys like Tyrone Roberts who fucking fled to England, had come back, and plays the fucking ass off him. Destroys him. Flash. Oh, fuck it. Old man Flash, the journeyman. Yeah, I, I didn't think there'd be a reason for him to have a revenge game here, but... Every but game's a revenge game. He played for everybody. He's, he's in a mood, isn't he? Yep. <laughs> oh. 
I'm sure Newcastle did something to him at some stage <laughs> at some team he was over the last 48 years. Um, <laughs> but look, I, just, I just give all the credit in the world to the Titans. There was it was only three weeks ago when we were sort of saying, where you know, where are these guys? Where's their first win going to come? Because we're looking at you know Penrith and the Knights as teams that would almost certainly, you know, almost certain Who victories over the season. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, and they'd be almost you know certain victory, certain winners over them, and they've got them both yep. and uh, in good wins. They're, they're scoring points like a motherfucker. I mean, they're in, you know, they're in troubled waters ahead. Uh, you know, without guys like Ryan James, I mean. You know that's a huge loss for yeah, them for the for the rest of this season, but man, when they get in their mood, their attack is you know they can put fucking points yep. on, and so uh, and Knights, realistically, how long does Nathan Brown have a job? Because he could kind of pass off the first you know the first years as as we got to rebuild it here because Wayne left this place in such a yep. fucking diabolical state. He scorched the earth on the way out. We got nothing. We got to deal with these contracts. We need to get. We got these shit players on the books. We need to get some, you know, get some, you know, marquee players in. Blah blah blah. So then they made the big play. They got Callum Ponga. Then they made huge, huge play well, last year. Got Mitchell Pearce in there. Now then, then they then they had Clemmer. Hang on. It, yeah, it's it's not going to be long. They filled the gaps that they that you know the he's the rebuild has happened now. He's done the rebuild. Sooner or later, someone's going to have to have the same conversation with him that Wayne Jr.'s fifth-grade teacher had with the old Mrs. Bennett. That eventually you've got to stop blaming Wayne. (laughs) (sighs) But, yeah, then Brownie Brownie still has to face up the fact that, I mean, it's still still his seed that caused this. Yeah. And, I mean, he's got his team. He's got the team he wanted now. He was prepared to ride the media... Talking the knights up as gen- as you know certain finalists and genuine title contenders. Yeah, and so now he has to deal with the fact that you know whether it's a you know something that he's not doing as a coach or a deficiency of his coaching. Yep. For whatever reason, they're getting fucking caned by the Titans. Yeah, fuck, fuck that'll never happen. Jesus, how embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so he's and he's. So I think he's. I feel like. You know, we were talking about old Garth. He was a chance to be the first coach out, and you know, and obviously Brad Arthur has got the yields going well this year. So, yeah, fuck so he's so, so and so now in two with two wins. Mm. I mean, that silences all of that shit. Yep, certainly I mean, does. I, f- I feel like Ivan. You know, he's got potential. He's got potential. Like like I said, he's narcoleptic. He, he can fall asleep at any minute. Um, yeah, but Ivan's playing the game though. He's gotten rid of all these fucking. Uh, yeah. He's de- he's defeated all the people that can fire him for he, you. Know, he's in full fucking Game of Thrones mode. Yeah, Ivan is. All the sleep experts have fucking <laughs> have been have been redundancied <laughs> out of the club, um, and Seabold is just just through the sheer like you know pride of the Broncos. They're not get- after all the all the machinations that played out over the off season. They're not getting rid of him first season. In did no you see the way. Courier Mail? I did not. They put a full page print in the paper. Yeah. Of Seabold. Yeah. And uh, in big bold letters says, this man will win a premiership. What was the fine print? And then it said, cut this out and stick it on your fridge to get you through tough times or something. Like it, oh, really? Yeah. What a fucking it, it shit is, fan base that is that requires that deep bullshit. deep denial. It is oh my deep God. denial. Glorious. That is fucking hilarious mm. that they need those fucking they, they need the local the local newspaper 
to print them out a fucking blankie that can get them through a couple of fucking losses. Yes. Oh, my God. Speaking of. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Mr. Palmer Teacher, how does Nathan Brown stay employed when he oversees performances like this? Pathetic. Agreed. Um, Ross on face, he said, I've finally given up. Newcastle needs an AFL team so we can jump ship like Bronco supporters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, and there was a sellout on, was it Thursday night or Friday Gabba night? Sold Gabba out, sold yeah. out. Uh, Bennett on face, he said, the Knights are making the Titans look like a professional first grade outfit. And that's the harshest thing I can think to type right now. The Raiders 26 to feed the Broncos 22 down in Canberra, just over 17,000 in attendance. The Raiders tries to Kotrick, a double to lay Lua, Bateman, Sutton also with tries, Croker, three of five conversions. Broncos 22 tries to Nicarima for feeder, Oates and Bird, Osako, three of four conversions. And this one, wow, the Raiders, they started out doing the Raiders thing that we expected them to. And then we got a brief glimpse of 2018 again, but this time... Yes. They fucking sacked up. Yep. They reasserted the things that got them in the position where they were winning and they they snuffed it out. I mean, and, and you know, don't be, you know, the, the Broncos, they got a late try, like a very, like, yeah. last play of the game sort of thing, which made it a little bit closer. But this this contest was essentially, you know, a 22, sorry, a 26-14 or 26-16 sort of, sort of thing. Again, it, it was an interesting ebb and flow to this game as well. The Raiders, I felt, got out to a much better start, but thirty minutes in, it was put on the scoreboard. Yeah, 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 and it took it took like some some back to back Leilua. It was BJ's yeah solo one that that really sparked them, and then there was and that was almost on Bateman consecutive offloaded. sets, wasn't it? Yeah, said, yeah and uh, and yeah, and then Bateman, and uh, and that's what really got them. Yeah. That's it. That's what earned them their lead. But then the Broncos, I mean, and it's, it's nothing was really doing for the Broncos either. That was it was weird the way it's, that they came back into really it. Broncos thing, yeah. All of a sudden, there's oh fuck. But like the way they opened up, the way they opened up for the the Fafita one. I mean, it was a long break down the left, and then they yeah. shifted across before they could sort of get set again. But still, you know, when you've got a prop playing in, you know, in lock. That's yeah. That's that's throwing a dummy and strolling over yeah. like twenty meters in from the you know in from the right touchline. Yeah, that typical right. That yeah, yeah, that's the greatest. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, the Broncos one and five. Mm. What is the what are the, the statistics on on Broncos in their season? I mean, because this is pretty fucking bad. But it's not like the worst ever, is it? Or is it? I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like well, they've had a worst. It would have to be close to their worst ever because you can well, only it's, go it's, it's, six. Well, yeah, it's in the it's in the the, the family of the yeah. worst ever. But so out of the two possible worst starts of the season, it's one of them. Correct, correct. But uh, yeah, I just wonder what wonder what their worst is. Um, I wish I wish that I gave a fuck about the Broncos more so that I know. Yeah, and you know what? Stats. And you know maybe I should start take more of an interest because it's really enjoyable so far this season. <laughs> <laughs> so um well you look that up Bateman is fucking killing it this season I think he's one of the players like I, I guess he's not he's, he's not enough he's not flashy or or playmakery enough to be a like a, a revelation kind of thing but fucking Canberra fans would be loving it Fucking oath, and just like the some of the, the the smart some of the smart shit he's doing in his play 
is uh, is just outstanding. Coming from an Englishman, I tell you what, the Canberra, Canberra, what the Canberra are doing? They're making fucking England better this <laughs> this season. <laughs> when, when do we have to play them next? I mean, yeah, considering the great strides that Wayne has has brought we? them as a no, they didn't do anything in Anzac. Um, well, no, well, they did. I mean, you know, if well, England, they set them well, if, if England if England were going to participate in an Anzac test, I mean, really, it would be. They'd walk the Australians out of the tunnel and just fucking leave and, you know, just send us out onto the field. I mean, that'd be about as much as England, the, the English side would do if only we were keeping in the theme. Well, there you go, saying that they're suffering their worst starts to an NRL season this century. So that's at least 99. Yeah. And like saying NRL season, I mean, it's pretty much this, just this century anyway, you know, with a couple of years extra tacked on. Yes. So that's good. So, what was the? Did they say what they what? What was the previous worst one for them? Doesn't say. Just says not since ninety nine have they endured such a torrid run. Nice. Well, here's to it becoming more torrid over the next month of football. Yep. And what's the breaking point? Is it fifteen thousand attendance? Oh, we're doing it on base, not so much as as the as score lines and, yeah. and wins and losses. We're actually yeah. doing it as attendances. Fuck. So what? Oh no, this wasn't a home. Because they can get like twenty to twenty five thousand without trying. Yeah. So do we? What do we say? Seventeen thousand. Seventeen thousand. I think. I think dipping under twenty on a Thursday or Friday night. Thursday, I'd forgive them for that. Friday night. Yeah, the thing. I think dipping under twenty on a game that's not like a. Oh, see, yeah. I think just under twenty doesn't matter when they're yeah. fucking playing it. Okay, under 20, except if it's Thursday. Watch this space. Yep. Nice. nice. You have anything to say about the actual game? No. Okay, Leah, sorry, Manforth1 on Twitter. If you asked me this time last year which NRL fullback would transition to 5-8, I wouldn't have picked Whiten. He is dominant. He's uh, not doing badly. Uh, Liam on Facebook said, uh, how fucking great is it when the Gronkos are one from six? Their cuck fans are so kissed on the dick that after six rounds, they're already tapping out. Fucking tosses. I hope they end up one from 24. Hashtag slime of the NRL. <laughs> Hashtag fuck the Broncos. Ouch. And uh, Joshua, that, uh, I'm trying not to get St. Georgian about this, but we're looking good. <laughs> uh, Edward on uh, on face, he said, uh, I had no idea that the Raiders had four English players. Thanks, Nine, for reminding me 10 fucking times already. Finally. I'm telling you, turn the fucking sound off. Yeah. I mean, I do it through necessity, but I'm so glad that I do. Oh, and there, I mean, and and you know, you do miss things from time to time about you know, yeah, you know, a guy's gone off and is he, you know, what, is he coming back or what's you know, why is he, why did he go off? You didn't, you know, if you didn't quite see it, what went on really? Like well, you can turn it up during breaks and play. But yeah, but yeah, why? Yeah. Uh, the Eels, fifty-one defeated the Tigers six at Wankbest Stadium, crowd of just over twenty-nine thousand. Was that a sellout? They they did uh, advertise it as a seller. Okay, so twenty nine thousand and forty seven is the capacity of the field. Uh, the Eels fifty one. Here we go. Moses Takarangi a double to Michael Jennings, Salmon Kafusi, uh, Mahoney uh, or Marnie, Sivo and Sean Lane. Moses seven nine conversions and a field goal, and the field goal. Yes, it was an Anthony Milford field yes. goal, but I feel like. If you're winning a game, say, well, the Broncos situation was 28 to 10, and mm-hmm. you kick a field goal to make it 29 to 10, that, there's that's, a bell that, curve. That's, that's, fuck, that's, that's, that's fucking stupid and worthless. Yes. 
if the game is 20 all and you kick a field goal to make it 20 to 20, 21 to 20, then that is fucking epic. You're a goddamn hero in my books. From from a margin of from one till twenty, you're a fucking piece of shit if you kick a field goal. Yep. But if you're leading by over forty, yeah, and you kick a field goal for for no re- reason other than like petty disrespect, back up to God mode. Not as good as the winning field goal. Yeah, that's but correct. it's definitely it's the second best. And like I and, and- like Mitchell Moses is a <clears throat> fucking pest. Yes. And I, I wish that he met all the all the worst that life has to offer. However, just for just for one minute, I loved him. There, just a little there bit. is also there is some big dick energy. Yep. About claiming the first try, the first conversion, and the first field goal. Well, it's his house now. It he's, is. He, he's he he fucking he had the inspection. Yeah. Went to the open house. And then he and he and he didn't try and like organise like a negotiate a sale price. Good thing he just Tigers went. Fans. He just went in there with an auction and just fucking flopped his dick out and just and just kept fucking just kept saying hit me, hit me, hit me until he'd fucking secured good, it. Good thing Tigers fans don't give a shit about fucking negative gearing because they can't hang on to an investment property for long <laughs> enough. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's what's the point of being anchor tenants of a field where you've you've copped your worst flogging. Since before Cleary was the coach, yeah, I don't think Ivan had one of those. Yeah, he didn't have one of those. You gotta Look, go. You gotta I take f- it. You gotta take it back. I found. I found out last week that there are in fact Jews in the NBA. Somebody was nice enough to give me a link. Yep, but there are no Jews that are fucking anchor tenants in the apartment block at Auschwitz. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Tigers! You sad, pathetic dumpster fire of a club. Fuck you, Pasco. Well, the, the thing the thing about the Tigers as well is that their defence was second mm. in the comp behind the Melbourne Storm, I believe. Yes, going into this game, but just to see the way that the Eels gashed them repeatedly, particularly in the first half, time and time again for long range tries, and it was. I'm not ready to put the Eels in as a top four contender just yet. I think a fair bit of that win came on the occasion. Momentum came, yep. yeah, came on energy and emotion. Like Michael Jennings was fucking turned back the clock. That was state of origin, fucking Jennings. Yeah, like he that that was, you know, I'm so good I can show up to training drunk, Michael Jennings. <laughs> so so like, I'm, I'm I'm so good I'm, I can fuck a boom gate <laughs> and. You know, as you've said numerous times, how good is it to see the elder statesman just yeah. just do something? Just wind it back. That, oh, yeah. absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Fuck, Jennings was great in his day. Um, you know, all, all of a sudden, Takarangi's fucking chasing balls and getting through for pinpoint kicks. It's yeah, and, yeah. and you know, and as much as me personally, as my, you know, the way I feel about Mitchell Moses and you know, being a pestering. Fuck man, he's he's dangerous running the ball, and he fucking runs. He's very he's very clever in yep. in being in in being there for support as well. Yes, and then but once he's once he receives the ball in support, he can fucking finish it off. Yeah, or he can at least take it almost you know like all the way there you his, know to set him up for the next play. His or first two. action is move, mm. and too many times you see second phase play. Yep, people get the ball. Their first instinct is to look, mm-hmm. 
then it's to be retarded, <laughs> then it's to pass. You know, and yep. it's those really good teams and those really influential players. Slater was like that. Yep. First instinct was always move. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well done, Eels. Glad you enjoyed your new stadium. Voodoo Rock. I really enjoyed the win today. My dad looked at me with 20 to go and said, it's very strange being this relaxed at a Parramatta game. Probably sums it up best. We don't get those wins that often. That's the second worst topical joke we've had on this podcast. And your dad's lucky that it was only crucified by your fucking shit Easter one. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, Mr. Hectic. I just told Beck the Tigers are ninth now and my nearly three-month-old son laughed at it. The decline to ninth is hilarious to all. <laughs> uh, Chapo, the disrespecting that field goal is what I live for. Hashtag Tigers in decline. Agreed. Um, Michael on Facey said, this match has drawn more attention on this page than any other before it and it's fantastic. Tigers completing at around 90% and competing at 5%. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, more so, yeah, 4K, 4K Fox Sports. You can see the salty tears of Tigers fans in perfect clarity. Yeah, and Paramount Eels fans fucking love this game. And and that's a, a great point. And again, to, to what you alluded to in the Manly game, the short kicking game was spot on. This game is a wonderful example of what happens when you don't get your short kicking game right. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the West Tigers were doing the majority of stuff really, really well with the football. Yep. But all of a sudden, Brooks would get his hand on it and it was just, oh, here's seven tackles for you. Yep. You know, and and it wasn't as if the the kicks would, were too shallow and they were getting back into the field of play or anything. It was just, he was just you know, not judging distances at all. And I mean, they were, they were, you know, mightily disadvantaged, you would have to say, by Farrah getting HIA'd and not returning after, I can't remember how far through. It wasn't very far through, it, it seemed, when he was gone. After Schnitz. I mean, I think there were a couple of tries down by that point yep. anyway. I mean, the writing was certainly on the wall, yeah. but, I mean, it certainly wasn't a help. Uh, final word has to go to biggest again. From 365 days each year, we're only guaranteed 24, 27, if we're lucky, to watch a live Tigers game. I'm happy that today was one of those games. Hashtag winning is good. Hashtag supporting is better. Jesus Christ, biggest. <laughs> That's, like, too wholesome. <laughs> That's almost like... I just want to be there. That's like PTSD. <laughs> no, I just want to be there. I'm, I might start going to all fucking Tigers games because I need to see it when he snaps like the cunt at the end of fucking um, uh, the Mike Judge movie. Fuck, I am a reference. Office Space. Office Space. Yeah. <laughs> I, like one day, Robbie Farrah is going to fucking take his proverbial stapler... <laughs> And just burn the motherfucker it's down. Just, <laughs> and it's just going to be glorious. Right. This week coming up Thursday afternoon, Anzac Day, of course, the traditional battle between the Dragons and the Roosters at the SCG. Uh, Kiri is out. So uh, Latrell will move into the 5-8th spot, it seems. Um, Manu comes back from suspension, so he'll move into the centres. And um, the everyman, Orbo, in the three. Now, uh, Jake Friend coming back this week, apparently. Is he the only option, really? He's the only hooker hooker that's available, going to be available for Queensland in origin. I mean, I might put Ben Hunt there or something like that, because, I mean, remember he came on 
that's when Queensland started to look good in game three when they yeah. when they got McCulloch off and then they had Ben Hunt and Cherry Evans on. I think McCulloch will play just because he's the incumbent. Yeah, but he's been fucking diabolical this year, though. Yeah, like, he, has. Back, like, he has. But, you know, Queensland have got the gay guy factor. Yeah, but... I don't think they do to the extent anymore, but... But would you say that McCulloch has done the job for Queensland like Gay Guy has done for Queensland, irrespective of club-level performance? No, but would you say that McCulloch's been that much worse than Jake Friend? Well, I mean, Jake Friend has been... Jake Jake Friend's been... He's been good this year when he's been playing. Yeah, but all, all he's done is do exactly what Cooper Cronk wants him to do, and it took him half a season to get that into him last year. Yeah, but... I don't know. Uh, At this stage, I'd probably put Ben Hunt in there and say, fuck it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Just put players in form. Um, anyway, be that as it may, the Dragons, their squad is uh, unchanged from last week. Uh, look, I think, the, I think the Roosters have got far too much attack, and they're certainly, um, given the, the, the turbo-less status of Manly last week I feel like they're going to provide just that much more um, challenge defensively for the Dragons and um, and I don't think that the, you know I don't think they're going to have too much issue with what the Dragons throw at them offensively as well I mean Manly defended them very well they had to score off kicks one of them you know being extremely lucky and I think if that's all they have to rely on against the Roosters then they're going to be similarly rewarded with, you know, only a try or two, yep. you know, from that sort of thing. And uh, the Roosters, I think, have got far more, far more um, potency in them. And so I expect them to win. Agree. Storm versus the Warriors down at the Korean Housewife. I feel bad for the Warriors. I mean, even if um, Green plays, I mean, he's been named. Fusatua out injured. Uh, so then you get Beal on the wing, as you know, to replace him. Look, I think the... Despite historically, you know, the Warriors have had some occasions where they've gone down to Melbourne, uh, you know, to play the Storm and they've pulled off the upset win. I don't think the Storm are going to be particularly happy with the way that they began and played the first half of that game against the Roosters and fell behind by 20 points. And I think someone has to pay for that. And a team that's not travelling very well at the moment is the perfect cannon fodder to to be slaughtered. And and so it shall be. Yeah. Friday, pub slot game. Doggies take on the Cowboys. God, who fucking cares at this point? The dogs will play tough. I'm tipping the dogs here. The dogs will play tough. The Cowboys, I expect them to uh, play with the same sort of, you know, at the same the same level of enthusiasm and, uh, you know, hopefully quality that they have, you know, they've brought to the, the last, you know, one and a half games. Um, Jason Tamalolo has been named in the 20 for the Cowboys. That, to me, seems to be about five weeks early. Yeah. It's, That's a we just need to put a certain number of names down selection, I'd say. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, surely they, they're, they're not crazy enough. When you're given, like, a, you know, eight or nine weeks, you know, for a, a peck situation. It's not like he's married to Frank Winterstein's missus. Well, maybe that ground-up rice works. Maybe. Maybe it's worth the fucking $300 for fucking half a kilo that she's spruiking it. Can we not? Can we please start doing that? I've got a spice grinder up there that I use for my coffee. I mean, I've got some fucking... I've got some sticky rice and some fucking basmati. You take your pick. Jasmine, you fu- 
Get some black rice up there. We call it black stick Marty. <laughs> we'll just put all three in there. And then right, what, away we go. And then what? You, and then what you need to do as well? You need to put like just a little, a little something else in there. You got the ground up rice, and a little something to make it feels like it. You know, I don't know if you just grind Meth. up, some, grind up some pseudofeds in there or something. <laughs> just, just so like they go. I I can feel it working. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it'll be uh, five hundred five hundred dollars a kilo. You know, a mechanic that every time they'd service a car, you'd get under, no matter what they did to the car. Like mm-hmm. if they just changed your fucking windscreen wipers, mm-hmm. no matter what they did, they'd tighten up your handbrake. They just felt like it was. That's it. It was because it, it, it felt different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said, because it's the thing. Everyone, no matter who you are. You are guaranteed to touch a handbrake when you drive out. It's fucking genius. Look, I've got no confidence in the dogs, but I mean, I don't have any confidence in the cowboys either. Dogs. I just hope it's the, the the list I have here. The officials aren't announced yet, so I mean that may have changed in the in the interim. But you know, this is these I snatched these up, you know, right on right after announcement, like two thirty or something. So I'm not sure. But as long as Perinara is not the referee, hopefully we will get a watchable game out of it. The Panthers taking on the Rabbits, and uh, this one Friday night football, the late game. This would be the guys doing it for Gus and all that he's done for the club. Who the fuck is Caleb Aikens? Hopefully our fullback moving forward. Well, he is for at least the next 80 minutes. <laughs> Unless he has an absolute fucking Hodges of it and they and they put and they put Dallin back there or something. <laughs> yeah, no, he's um he's a good young kid coming through. And uh I'd sort of hope that he'd be bled in through you know, maybe the odd origin reshuffle requirement, etc., or, you know, a couple of guys out in a test, but just through poor old fucking Edwards being nicked in the head and It's funny, he's 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 playing like he's been knocked out as much as I say, yo. <laughs> maybe he's a voodoo doll. <laughs> Look, I, I I feel that that Dean Farah exchanged for DWZ. I feel like that's such a massive downgrade for the three that that that, that it takes so much away from that yeah. from that channel yeah. on the field. Um the rabbits. Fuck. They're traveling okay at the moment. Um yeah, as we spoke about with the dogs, I mean that you know, that was Pen- Penrith at the moment are not an eighty minute football team. Thing and is though, that's... rabbits they didn't go that great against the dogs. They lost to Manly. They didn't. They can be. They can be stifled. So I. I have full confidence that Panthers can be in this game at like sixty it minutes can, in. They can be in it. But I just think that we we're too exposed in the middle these days for for guys like Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think South will get us here. Right. Tigers take on the Gold Coast. Uh, Tigers take on the Titans. Uh, this is um, the the yearly fixture in Tamworth, I believe, for the Tigers. How the fuck are West's favourites here? Well, um, Ryan James, I guess. You're looking at last uh, week, like just the last weekend's performances in isolation. Of course, yeah, you go, true. what the fuck? But yeah, over the fullness of the season, I mean, you can't argue that over the first five weeks, the Tigers were far better side yeah, the than the Titans. Um, Farrah and uh, Luke Garner both have concussions. Uh, do they will, will they need? Are they any chance of being removed at a later uh, a later date, or are they? I don't believe if they're so. named, then then they're that's they've passed everything they need to, and they're good to go. Yeah, I think so. All right, um, Titans. 
Proctor comes back this week, uh, which is a great replacement for Ryan James, who, as we previously mentioned, is gone. Um, look, I th- I'd want to say that Madge ain't going to play that shit, and the things that he would do to those West Tigers players physically and spiritually following the performance they trotted out with on Monday... Mm. We'll see them return this week with some sort of steely resolve, and I predict like a renewed defensive vigor to get them the victory. Okay. If they lose by 50, though, I'll giggle my fucking ass off. Don't get me wrong. I don't care. Nice. I'll I'll be I'll I'll be on the Facebook group feeding Glenn just like the rest of you. <laughs> but, but I just feel like. Look, the Titans have to. The Titans are in a bubble at the moment, and you know maybe maybe without James, maybe that you know. You're saying the Tigers are the uh, the force of nature to remove them from their bubble. Well, I don't. You know, the thing about the bubbles is you don't need a force of nature to pop a bubble. You do like a stiff fucking breeze will often do the job. So yes, yeah. no, no, I'm tipping the Titans here. Oh, you fucking Titans! Love you got cucked by the Titans. When they beat your your team. Um, okay, the uh, Broncos take on the Sharks at Suncorp. I hate to say, I think the Broncos will win this game. I don't have any real rhyme or reason behind it. I just feel that with, you know, you've got Roberts there, you've got Pingu coming back in. The Sharks aren't travelling that great. Um, they... You know they they barely got home against you guys, and then they've taken some. You know, you know they got they got fucking cucked by the the roosters and uh, and and the eels before that. They're missing Moylan still. They're missing Wood still. Paul Gallon's lining up in this game, so he sees it as a potential win. Uh, yeah, look, Nakora after all his good work last week is uh, copped a suspension, so he's out. Uh, yeah, I can't go past the Sharks here just just based on how Brisbane have folded at crucial stages in the game. Look, you'll never hear me say this, but I really hope the Sharks win. <laughs> but I just have a feeling that they're the kind of side that's not in great, good enough or consistent enough form yeah. that could be one of those ones that the Broncos, like when they pulled themselves back into the game in the, with the Raiders, yep. I feel like the Sharks are a side where that could be good enough. To yep. go, you know, to go on with it, um, and at the end of the day, like the Broncos, like that, like I hate, to, I hate to be this fucking guy. I mean, the Broncos with the one and five record, there were a couple of fucking one point losses in. They could have gone the other way if they just set up, you know, sets better, and or they had the, like the narrow that that, yeah, the, that win against the Tigers. I mean, that that could the, the loss to the Tigers that could easily have gone the other way. Yeah. Dragons could have easily gone the other way. Yeah, but they didn't. So there's a lot of yeah, but there's there's just there's a lot of just little moments where only like one percent the other way, and they're they're sitting at you know three and three or something, and and they're not getting you know okay. pummeled as badly as they are right now, as delightfully as they are right now. Believe me, I'm there for it. Oh, was- I'm just trying to be I'm just trying to be the voice of reason here, uh, but I think the Broncos are going to beat the Sharks and uh, Sharks fans. Look, I hope you win. I've said it. I hope you win. There we go. Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Raiders. Um, unchanged for Manly, obviously, because we've got no other players um, left. And uh, Charles Nickel clocks that. 
has been named despite uh, suffering a knee injury in the in the win over Brisbane. Yeah, it said it would play. Yep. If he doesn't line up on the day, big loss. Because he has been one of the revelations for the Raiders' sides uh, yes. out of out of several revelations, to be right. honest. I mean, you don't go from zero to being, you know, a contending side, you know, a side that could, you know, uh, be number one on the ladder, you know, but for a bit of for and against, um, you know, without it. Uh, the thing is, nickel clocks, that is, Manly has a secret weapon. You got a fucking, you got a, you got a dubious knee. And you had to run out on Brookvale, yeah. motherfucker. You get what you, you you get what you fucking get. You know, yeah, you get what you deserve. Yeah. Nickel Clockstad will either not play this game, or he'll be out for the fucking season. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it goes. And you know what? He'll have no one to blame but himself. That is true. So sit down, son. Watch your team lose thirteen plus to the mighty Manly Seagulls. And uh, look, once again, I love I love games like this because. You know, it's one thing. It's one thing to play. You know, yeah, shithouse teams like the fucking Knights and stuff, and get your wins and everything. Yeah. But I'd much rather see see how Des Ball is standing up and and how their defensive intensity and everything is going against a team that can actually fucking attack. And uh, so, uh, look, it's a good test. Looking forward to it. Um, the Raiders, you know, first probably four weeks, maybe five weeks, were those wins were all sort of predicated on defense. Yep. So, and I feel like their defense is probably you know better than Dragons last week. So, although you know, then you got that fucking Fafita try, which was just like sure they get gashed so badly. Yeah. It's just like I keep seeing that, and I hope I see more of that this week. And um, good test for the Seagulls. And uh, first thing I want is nah. I just want I want intensity, and I want a great and I want a great performance like last week. Right. Uh, secondly, plus. secondly, I want to win. Thirdly, thirteen plus, and I feel like I'm going to get all three this week. The Knights take on the Eels in Newcastle. This game, for oh, fuck it, a month ago, you would have been like, big match. You'd almost be saying this is a test for the Eels. Yeah. No, this is a test for the scoreboard attendant. Yes. The Knights are terrible. I was hoping that Brownie would have been fired after the Manly game so we could bring back the whole Dez and the coach killing and whatnot. But unfortunately, I think it's going to be after this game that Brownie gets his fucking marching <laughs> orders and the uh, Eels absolutely fucking sodomise the Knights. Yes. Uh, Agree. Oh, it's something we didn't mention with the Eels game. As they did that without, like, I mean, their strategy, I mean, like, Gutho is King Gutho, blah, 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 loving. But, I mean, they, they were pass yeah. it, pass it to Fergie Rodradra was their, their yeah. shit. And, he, and without him there... And they still did that to the fucking Tigers. You know, Tigers fans would have been seen, looking at that as a potential game-changing out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but he's back this week, so fucking gone. Righto, Mailbag. This week we had one from a tweet from Little Buffalo who said, uh, some real contenders standing up after this round, putting their hands up, staking their claims. Shame it's for first coach, first coach punted and not the two-horse race for the premiership. Hashtag looking at you, Nathan Brown. Hashtag and you, Seabold. Hashtag Tyvan, tired Ivan. Hashtag uh, no other option, Dean Pay. Yes. <laughs> Dean, I think Dean Pay. The, the, the thing about Dean Pay is that the effort's there. 
and sometimes that can be enough to to sort of save a, a newer coach at a club you know who yeah. hasn't had him for that long um yeah because they, the argument can't be made that he's lost the locker room yeah no not at all whereas you look at guys like Seabold and you go well well obviously he's lost Darius if nothing else I mean yeah um that can't put his body on the line for Wayne even when he was even when he was busted yeah that's true um Ben Dunn 43 I saw Ivan Cleary at the Easter show told him my name was Jay and I thought he was doing a great job okay. good bloke that was a nice thing to do yeah that might have woke him up a little bit that's oh, it I'm doing a great job that's it Jay said I know yeah, I've heard of Jay that's it He's that guy. He's that guy on the, on that rugby league show. That's it. I'm gonna, uh, doesn't like kick out anymore. I need to, I need to tell <laughs> Can't you. Can't decide which hooker he likes. I know you're concerned, but I must tell you. Don't worry. There's nothing actually wrong with my pituitary gland. I am. Uh, I'm not a genetic freak of nature. He's like fucking Hodor. Yes. Except says ref's fault instead of Hodor. Yes. Uh, what are we doing? Wrapping it up, I guess. Membership stuff in production. Uh, everything is in production, and I think the longest the the longest uh taking article in the thing will be the the polos. But the the guy literally said, I said, you know, give us give us a a, a basic you know ETA. ETA, and he's like, oh, about two weeks, and and I said, look. Two weeks exactly would be perfect because that means I could ship them out, literally ship them out by, by magic weekend. But I said, but I said, as long but if it's not two weeks, then I need to have them in my hand on that Thursday because then the, anyone who's up here, I can just, just give it to them, yeah. you know, just like hand it to them. So, um, yeah. So it looks like we're going to hit that, which is great. Um, that's it for 3.15. Thanks for listening. As always, interact with us on Twitter, TWI League and Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Listen very carefully to the next thing I say because I do answer this question several times a week. If you want to get into the Facebook group, go to Facebook.com, search for hashtag Twill Nation and you'll see the group, the closed group come up. Um, get messages all the time like, how do I find this group? That's how you find it. It's real easy. Do that. And then you'll have to sort of, um, you know, click to join the group and it won't let you straight away in. But, you know, I'm on the phone fucking 24-7. So I'll see the request come in and I'll approve it as soon as I see it. And if not, you know, one of the other admins like Jay or whatever will see it. And um, if he's not fucking balls deep in some receptacle and, you know, you'll get your, you'll get your group. Um, iTunes, once again, um, thank you to those who leave reviews. And ratings, um, if you haven't, get to iTunes in the podcast section, go to the sports and recreation category, check out the What's Hot section, look for our logo there, click on that, uh, leave a star rating, uh, leave a review if you're extra gangster and about that life, and um, yeah, and we would appreciate it very much and love you long time. Uh, the tipping competition, we have a new leader, Lance Hardwood. It's fantastic. That's a fucking porn star. Right, he's. I mean, with a name like that, I mean, what else? What else could you possibly do for vocation? Exactly. Um, unless you're born with a micro penis, and then, but yeah, even then, I mean, you're probably an interior decorator. <laughs> 
he had a fucking fantastic week seven right Ooh. in last week's tipping where I get, you know, the average would have to have been four or five, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, it was a great job. And he, as such, he has taken a one-point lead over the entire competition. Uh, Claire, last week's leader, Claire, she is tied in second with Thakos Pile, Matt F. Griswold. And then we go back down to seventh, Simon F., Hebs, Nat, and Kylie all tied on 33, so we've got two points from 1st to 10th. And uh, Supercoach, as uh, I saw some... It's got finally got the attention of some of the guys in the Facebook group. Uh, I saw Troy today, who I believe is the coach of the Hot Cosbys, who are 5th on our ladder, um, saying, wow, there's actually some, some Supercoach talent in there this year. Um with a number of guys and like the notorious PODs who's number one, he's currently running 68th out of the entire competition, which is fantastic. Uh, then we've got Lightning Tips, Amphi's Roosters, Sam Seals, the Hot Cosby's, Big Papa Power, Dingbat's Engine Room, Eel, what the fuck? Eel does jars and uh, can't deal eels. So all these cunts that fucking go for the eels and put play- <laughs> Parramatta players in their, in their squads are reaping the benefits. And, um, yeah, I'm unlucky that Toto's Terrors went from about fourth to outside of the tenth, outside of the ten. Sorry, uh, this week. So very close competition this year, though. So uh, keep it up, guys. Uh, that's it. You got anything else to add? Nope. Um, I don't think I've got anything else to add either. Oh, you know what? Just one little housekeeping thing. I, I can't remember who it was that made the point that wow, that Tigers and Eels game sure generated a lot of, you know. A lot of traffic on the Facebook group, and it did, which was fantastic. Stick it in the game thread. <laughs> we don't need 600 fucking new topics <laughs> with your joke of the day about how badly the fucking eels got the badly the eels raped the tigers. Um, you can you can just just leave it a game game thread, and it's all not nicely compartmentalized in this little, little silo. And we can and, find uh, them for the show. Yes, and also when it comes looking for things for the show. I don't have to, when I'm looking for recent posts, I don't have to scroll back through 480 things about the, about the Tigers being ninth <laughs> to find the game thread to actually look in there. So um, please and thank you. Um, and that's it. I can't think of anything else. Got to go to bed, get some sleep. Yes. Gold class first thing in the morning to fucking watch Endgame. Hype. Can't, can't wait. What's that? <laughs> it's, it's this movie... That um, I believe before it's even opened, it's probably grossed more than the entire output of every DC movie ever made already. Well, there you go. You could see it's po- you could say it's a popular a popular instalment of a popular film franchise. Cool. So, uh, yeah, do yourself enjoy. a favor. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna enjoy. Oh, I went. I went gold class because I figured there's just you yeah, know, it's just there's more more room and yeah, it's just easy to masturbate while I'm watching it. Just FaceTime me while you're there. Front camera or back camera? FaceTime me from the back. <laughs> I just say if you want me to. I mean, do you want do you want my dick in the shot or my face in the shot? That's basically what it comes down no, to. No, I want to see what's on the movie screen. Ah, oh, okay. So yeah, you're probably gonna see my dick as well. <laughs> Because I mean, yeah, you know, it's 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 gold no, class. Point you, the camera at the screen. Yeah, yeah, I will be. But then, like, yeah, my dick's gonna, <laughs> gonna be like there in front of it. That's all I'm saying. You didn't do a lot of geometry in school, did you? Just got a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna FaceTime you. On, 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 Why? 
go on, go on, buy a ticket and and uh, and and support fucking little Aussie battler fucking Disney. Is Hugh Jackman in this one? <laughs> I'll go see it if Hugh Jackman's in it. Oh fucking, uh, what's his name? Hemsworth's in it. Ah, fuck him. What did he do to you? He was supposed to be my stepdad. What? <laughs> they were filming a movie here. Yeah. And he rented a house on the coast. Okay. Next, next door to mum. Okay. And one day the basketball went over the fence. And instead of being a fucking gentleman and coming around and asking to get it back. And and coming around coming around and, and coming inside your mother. Because we all know what happens when someone comes around and knocks over the door and says, oh, you know, my basketball's gone over the fence. Cunt just left it. Yeah, but then your fucking stepdad's like the fucking Hulk. So, and so he probably shit his pants and was like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna risk it. There you go, you heard it here first. Chris Hemsworth's racist. <laughs> or just scared of giant fucking black dudes and fucking rippling muscles. I mean, is that a racist thing or is that just like self-preservation? Like, yeah, could have been green, could have been, yeah. I don't know. Why don't we ask our resident group of SJWs? Mario and Chapo, when you need them, they can adjudicate on this stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want that. Go watch Endgame. See, See you next week. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.